Okay, testing. Yeah, alright. Looks like a thing that I am doing. It is where I am calling Ben. Calling on Ben Lawrence, I know. I know it's serious. Oh, he just texted me. Well, he's gonna know what I'm doing when I call him. Hey, Ben, how's it going? I said that you just texted me. I said he'll know what's what's all. Um, one of the things that Jennifer likes on her birthday is a little free time. I dig it for herself. Yeah. So, uh, but there will not be corrections, as far as I know, for today. Yeah, no, none have come in yet, so that's cool. Well, there uh, you go. Uh, I apologize already uh, for uh, drinking on mic. <laughs> I have uh, Fitz's Diet Cream Soda that I uh, will be audibly uh, drinking, because I was working all the way up until 6 today. Which is it is it's like it's like seven after right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I was as fast as I could uh, coming down uh, because, as you mentioned, Jennifer's birthday. I uh, had to go out and run some errands uh, for picking things up for Jennifer. Yeah, and uh, that took away a little bit of my uh, my buffer as far <laughs> as work goes. It's all right. I uh, I um, was working all the way up until four as well, but uh, I just have to sit at the same desk and and set up my microphone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just had to go downstairs. <laughs> it really is people people get mad about things shutting down, but I I think I would live just fine if I was in just one space, uh, that a very small area. Yeah. I would be okay with it. We've talked about this before, but there's the um, yes the, uh, uh, the the carbon footprint website and how you you know how one is supposed to live to reduce their carbon footprint and exactly uh, yeah I would like to say that my carbon footprint is pretty small and it could you know yeah if I could help it it could get smaller if you didn't have all those uh international flights you keep I taking. know if I, if I didn't live on a uh 747 that's constantly circling the city but I need <laughs> exactly. that hey this is something <laughs> this is something that Stephen McCandless actually mentioned that it's really fun for people that haven't uh ever binged our show <laughs> and he didn't mention this but I think binged our show at uh 1.5 yeah uh yeah. speed I I think is uh uh, you know that's fine. I, I appreciate it. We sound a little bit more uh, collected, I suppose, at that. But um, he mentioned that that hearing the lead up uh, from from when there wasn't a pandemic to when there was a pandemic uh, through our eyes was actually uh, pretty oh really? I've not gone back and listened. And recommended. To of, of... Yeah, uh, I, you know, there's probably somewhere where. Where I'm saying to you, oh, this could be a thing. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, I like how in this hypothetical, I put myself in the position of yeah. knowledge. Yeah, of course. But you know what I mean. Um, so, the uh, the big news coming out of Edwardsville, Illinois, is that Schnooks... You remember me complaining that there was a guy who had his nose out of his mask? Yeah, and you were like, uh, uh, in the uh, meat we, department? we can't buy our meat here. Yeah. Uh so I don't remember what day that was. No, sometime last week. It turns out that on July first, uh, an employee of theirs uh, stopped working because they were uh, sick. Uh oh. And they have COVID nineteen. Ah. Uh, and after this is the thing they they send out a thing saying. After we learned of the diagnosis, we've cleaned everything. And it's like, okay. <laughs> we washed okay, off thanks. the meat. Yeah, well, no, no. But here's the thing. Who knows if it's that guy? It could be any employee. Uh, which is kind of scary. The other thing that's kind of scary is that here's what I've determined since I discovered that they, uh, that they did this. The reason we know about it is because they sent out a press release about it. Yeah. Uh, so I went through Twitter 
looking at different posts from different people and so on and so forth. And there's a post in April uh, where this employee who uh, says she's she works at Walmart, but it's W asterisk L-M-A-R-T. Uh, and that a co-worker of, her, of hers is sick and she sees people coming in without masks all the time and, you know, yeah. wants everyone to wash their hands and stuff because three other employees at Granite City, which is near here, also were out with it. I saw no news reports about that back in April. Walmart just today uh, actually it? mandated mask wearing for their employees and customers. Yep. Yep, and some people are saying, uh, "Oh, here's a here's another thing." Uh, it it does dovetails into that uh, because I found out about that today when I was looking for all the other stuff. Really quick, uh, Walgreens, yeah. the uh, drugstore, has a uh, warehouse here, and I found another thing where somebody was complaining that six of their coworkers at the warehouse. Uh, were out because of COVID-19. Yeah. And that they can't do social distancing because of the spaces in between and stuff yeah. like that. So a lot of stuff that's not in the news, uh, which was disturbing. And speaking about this stuff isn't in the news and disturbing, um, the, the anti-mask stuff that you see. Yeah. Like people who are really anti-mask, like to a point where it seems irrational. Right. I I don't even want to say their name because, you know, searching on the on the text as people do. But let's say that there are some people who may be fans of the all-powerful entity uh from Star Trek that was played by um was it John Delance? What John was Delancey. The Don, John yeah, Delancey. I know who you're talking about. And later, uh, Corbin Bernstein as well. So you take that letter, yeah. right? And then uh, you, uh, <laughs> you, you cut in half the hacker collective. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a, you get a yeah. thing, right? Um, yeah, there are people who live uh, disturbingly close to me uh, who were talking about hearing uh the audio inside the uh big box store we talk about um is that a big box store ben walmart no what's a big box store what does that mean walmart is the epitome of the big big box store okay great then i was right all right good 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 um yeah he's saying uh heard this over the uh over the intercom over and over again exclamation point psyop question mark uh the use of the term sheep things like that it's all pointing to the idea that there is an active anti-mask thing not just a oh i don't want to wear these but a they're trying to trick you into wearing them right that something bad will happen to you if you wear them. You know, it's funny, too. And I, It's, it's funny yeah, because the people who are anti-mask are generally the people who are anti-facial recognition as well. Yeah. And those, Which those, is odd. those yeah. two just don't square with me. If you were against facial recognition, you would be for masks covering half your face. I, I was actually mentioning this to Jennifer. Uh, really, if you think about it, um, they could develop facial recognition that only works on the eyebrows and eyes. And they're going to have to. Because what is your face but just a <laughs> small segment of your body? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, yeah. Ben. Uh, these people talking about is this uh, some sort of psyop. Uh, stay in your lane. I'm the, I'm the guy who does this stuff. I was born to be crazy. This isn't something that I've tried to cultivate. <laughs> this isn't something I go to seminars to learn about. It just happens to me. The fact that they are manually trying to give themselves a personality disorder that I was born with makes me furious. I can't stand it. Well, then 
I don't know what to do. Write a letter to the to the uh, the head office of this organization that uh, <laughs> yeah, right. you know of the dark web that is apparently is controlling the intercom systems of Walmart. Oh no no no! That, of course they're 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 trying to fight against the deep states commandeering of the. They're the ones. They're the they're the patriots fighting against the government conspiracy that for some reason the president of the united states is also fighting against <laughs> the leader of the executive branch is ben, fighting against a is fighting against government conspiracy ah it's so just ah anyway i i i am uh also here to report that uh, I found a tweet in my searching for this. I found a tweet from someone from Seattle uh, who I don't know uh, who said, uh, this is on July 5th, uh, I visited Edwardsville again. Uh, for This is from memory, so it's not going to be completely accurate. Visit Edwardsville again uh, for the first time in a long time. I will never be going back. Okay. <laughs> These people are idiots. No one is wearing a mask. Angry face, angry face, angry yeah. face. So it's not just me. This is a big thing. Sounds like, you, yeah, sounds like you have a mask problem. I mean, it's, it's I don't know if you saw this. Uh, how are things, how are things where uh, you're at? Good. I don't know if you saw this tweet that uh, 45 retweeted from celebrity game show host Chuck Woolery. <laughs> where sorry he, yeah because you know um, where i'm going with this yeah. he was like on like july 12th chuck woolery tweeted covid19 is a you know it's a hoax a conspiracy by the democrats and the media to affect the election blah 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 uh, donald trump retweeted it yeah the next day july 13th covid19 is no joke my son was just diagnosed take it seriously people <laughs> yeah, i mean I, this is what this, this is what we've said over and over people don't really believe in it until it affects them personally exactly that's right uh and and so um so far anyway i haven't heard a lot of people changing their tune uh but i did do this i started going to Deerbirds, which is the other grocery store we've been pretty loyal to to schnooks and all that um Deerbergs, 100 mass compliance by its employees nobody had their noses yeah. out um, all the customers had the masks on. A couple of them had noses out, like two of them. Well, you know, but they that's... were they were still wearing a mask, which you know, horseshoes and hand grenades and all that. <laughs> I get it, uh, but still, um, it, it w felt like a better environment. That's basically. where all the liberals shop in Edwardsville, apparently. Actually, you know what? It is a little bit more expensive. So maybe there's it's some the, truth to that. I mean, they do have it's some the Target to Schnucks's Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Although Target <laughs> still around here, not not great. Here's the thing: it's uh, for a lot of places, it it's the customers more than the employees. I mean, that's that's the big thing. Uh, for Schnucks, they really tried. They put signs everywhere. They put stuff on the floor and all that. It's just that some of their employees weren't listening. A lot of their customers weren't listening. Um, Walmart's even worse. Uh, ag again, up until today, probably. And I don't even know. I kind of do want to go out of curiosity to see how it stacks well, up. Let me let me ask you this. Is but, there anybody at the front yeah. door of Schnooks or... I, I can't remember the name of the other place you, you mentioned. Uh, is there anybody uh, policing this? Is there anybody enforcing mask wearing as customers walk in the door? The only place that I have been where someone has been enforcing mask wearing, actually two places. One was a toy store uh, that a friend of mine runs. Uh, I, I bought one of Jennifer's gifts there and their door is locked. Uh, you can call and, and have them drop something off. Or if you want to come in and shop, you have to go through a little bit of a procedure, yeah. which I felt good about. That's um, Deerbergs does does not have anyone have anyone policing but Coles does Coles has somebody at the front uh yeah but 
when I was at that Coles, there was a, a woman who was uh, didn't have a mask and had a lot of bags with her uh, or a large a large parcel that she was carrying. Uh, and I think that they let her in and gave her a mask. Yeah, there's... And that's what a lot of people will do at the uh, at the more policing kind of places, is that they have masks and they'll give you one. Yeah, that's what they were doing at the Whole Foods in South Lake Union. There was a dude who was at the station at the front wiping down carts and baskets and handing out masks to those who didn't have it. But at the QFC here on Broadway, you know, they say many, there are many, many signs out front saying you have to wear a mask to enter. And this is one of the grocery stores in Seattle that has multiple armed security personnel, but nobody's enforcing the mask rule. And nobody's yeah. enforcing the, like, one-way aisle rule as well. It's just, it's it's Yeah, chaos. the one-way aisle rule, um, and Jennifer's going to listen to this, so I'm not telling any secrets. <laughs> uh, I, as you know, uh, will stop at a crosswalk and wait for the light to change at 3 a.m. in Seattle when no one is on the street driving. I'm just like that. The same way, I have to go down the aisle the correct Sus- way, whichever way the arrow is pointing. Rules are it. why we. And it drives rules are nuts. how we have a society, and if you break the rules of society, society crumbles. Right, and again, I I say this, and I and I believe it to be true. The reason that I have to follow the rules so tightly is because of my childhood or my youth, uh, shoplifting, and trespassing, and all that kind of stuff. I need to have a solid adherence to the rules or else I don't know, you know, if I if I break one rule, what do all the other ones mean? It's it's a it's a all or nothing sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Which, I guess uh, as, as far as those uh one way owls are concerned, it's it's uh, it's supposed to be self-policing, but nobody's going to be like, you know, unless they're you know, pr- more forward than I am, nobody's going to be like, "Hey, you're going the wrong way." Seattle is yeah. yeah. I mean, I will pretty I much will a, uh, sometimes glare. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and that that that's you know that's because you live in Seattle. That's how we express our displeasure. Yeah. Here's the thing, and and this is absolutely true. Jennifer has mentioned this to me uh, before. I will get super mad. This is what happened. Uh, okay, so you know, Betty's in band. Yeah. Have I mentioned the the band thing already? I probably yeah. did. She's in band. Uh, did I tell you that I wrote a letter? <laughs> uh, because it was outside and kids weren't wearing their masks when they were waiting to be picked up? Um, right. Kids weren't wearing their masks and they were clustered in yeah. groups. And I was really, really mad at it. Mad yeah. about it. And uh, I was gonna, I was going to pull a... Well, I wanted to. to write a letter. Uh, I say I was going to, but you know Jennifer is, uh, you know, half of the decision-making power. So the idea that I was going to pull her is a fantasy of mine. <laughs> you know, I was just going to take her out, and Jennifer's like, "You haven't even talked to them about yeah. it yet. Why don't you at least mention?" It? So that's me. I will be super mad and take drastic measures. Where it concerns me, you know, I, I'll stop going to a store because some guy was mean to me at one point in time. I would never think to complain. Uh, I have eaten many meals from fast food places that were not the thing I ordered because that is my way. <laughs> That's something that you and I have. I'm not going to go and take yeah. it back. Yeah. Uh, um, the sub shop. The sub shop was a, a, a store in uh, Columbia, Missouri, and I might have mentioned this before, but at one point in time, I I ordered a cheese sandwich from the sub shop, and that's all I wanted was cheese, and uh, that's it. And bread. But they put a lot of vegetables How on it. How dare they? Uh, and I ate it <laughs> still, but then the next time that I went in, I said, hey, look, uh, all I want is cheese sandwich. Just want cheese and bread. Last time I was in here, uh, you put some vegetables on it. Uh, I don't want that. I just want cheese and bread. That's all I want. Cheese and bread. Do you do you 
understand. And they're like, yes, we understand. I'm like, okay. So I'm just making sure. So as you can imagine, when I got my sandwich, it was cheese, bread, and sauerkraut. <laughs> I would not have imagined because that. I, sauerkraut is not where I was going. Oh, because I, uh, you know, took a lot of time uh, telling them about it. So, uh, and I ate it. I ate it. Uh, sitting in the store, only person in the store, I was going to take it uh, out with me, but I sat down and I ate it in front of them so that they could see that I ate the entire sandwich. <laughs> you showed them. And I didn't complain, and I left. And and I really did think that, yeah, I did, uh, I did show them. <laughs> and now when I think back to it, at the time I was really mad, but it wasn't that bad. It was actually kind of yeah. good uh, it all sort of worked I don't really together care for sauerkraut yeah me neither uh but you know when stuck in a weird purgatory <laughs> of your own making uh, one you of those instances where i begrudgingly ate what was given to me even though i didn't want it was in college we went my friends and i went to this teriyaki joint called nasai teriyaki on uh the av and i can say the name because i've been back since and the food is really great and i really enjoy the place um i recommended it but one time we were going there i wasn't feeling so good and all i wanted was white rice i didn't want any soy sauce on the white rice I didn't, or teriyaki sauce on the white rice i didn't want chicken teriyaki i just wanted to think of white rice so i'm mm -hmm. the i'm ordering last so my friends go first to get chicken teriyaki chicken katsu whatever their orders were and the um yeah uh, the person giving them their food was like, uh, teriyaki sauce, soy sauce, you know, had these like, you know, bottles of the stuff. And my friend would say, yes, no, whatever. And, you know, they would, if they wanted the teriyaki sauce, they would just drown it in this teriyaki sauce. And as I, as I'm oh, watching no. this, I'm like, okay, good. At least they're asking, right? All I'm getting is white yeah. rice. When I get up and they present me my thing of white rice, she's going to ask me if I want soy sauce or teriyaki sauce on it, and I'm going <laughs> to say no, and then it's going to be great. Before I even get a chance to, to get up to the counter, I see my, my rice um, brought up to the top, and the lady just drowns it. Ben. And I don't even know what it was. I think it was teriyaki sauce. And, and, uh, she, and she's like, here you go. <laughs> and I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> I take it and I eat it. <laughs> yeah, because you can't. Yeah, it, you. Did you have a moment where you thought that maybe you could dive in front of it I, and well, save see, it? That's the thing. I'm. I'm not even the kind of person. At, at least at that time. Uh, today it might be different, but at that time in college, I'm like I wasn't even the kind of person to like speak up in public, right? I didn't want yeah. to be like no 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 yeah. no 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 no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, there was, there was one time when, when I was on the, uh, the bus and the bus was going to stop at a certain place. I thought, yeah. and I pulled the chain and the bus went past it. Now, the reason is because I was off on which street we were actually passing. Yeah. And I loudly said, excuse me, driver. <laughs> and everybody looked at me. And then we stopped at the bus stop, the actual bus stop. And I said, I had a question and it has been answered. <laughs> and I felt really, really stupid. Have you ever, riding the bus, have uh, you ever done a thing where you pulled the chain a little too early? And like when, when the and bus they, stops, nobody else is getting up. So you get up because you don't want and get up like a stop early. Get off the bus a stop early because you don't want to be like that guy who pulled the chain and stopped yes. the bus for no reason. Yeah, I have. Absolutely, I've done that. I've walked an extra two blocks <laughs> many a time for that reason. Uh, that's the other thing that that really freaked me out is that one time I pulled the chain like, you know, a block or two early. I knew that there wasn't a stop. But there, until until my stop, yeah. but the bus driver actually slowed down, opened the door, and asked me if I wanted to get out. And at that point in time, the bus was stopped. I was like, yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. We're stopped. I have not ridden a bus in five years. And it's, I wonder if I've lost all of my bus skills, basically. I've not ridden a bus since the Although, pandemic started. 
You know the the public freakout thing that I watch yeah. sometimes. Oh, and also I'm acknowledging that you haven't ridden a bus <laughs> since the pandemic started. I'm sorry about that. This is something that that uh, Jennifer has talked to me about. Uh, she interacts with me more than anyone else, uh, even Betty for sure uh, these days. But uh, people do not know that I have heard them and processed the information that they've done if I don't say anything. And so if I just change the topic in the middle of it, uh, it's like uh, rude, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Um, but but no, I was um, I was watching public freakouts and occasionally uh, one of them will be from the uh, the bus route here in Illinois to St. Louis called Metrolink. And so it doesn't make me want to ride Metrolink ever. I'm always like, if this has made it to world star hip hop, uh, I don't want to be near it. Although I have figured out that if I ever do get beat up by someone and someone else is recording it, I would like to uh, weekly shout world star because I think it'll make the people who are beating me up uh, happy now. I don't. I don't understand that reference. What's what's World Star? Okay, so World Star Hip Hop is a is a hosting site for videos and stuff. Okay, and they are famously uh, willing to keep stuff up even when other people will take it down for you know copyright violation or hey the thing that someone is doing in this video is a oh. crime. And maybe they don't want it out so they, there. They so, just, like, somebody getting... They just flaunt the laws of uh, copyright and morality. To the point where if someone is getting beat up, occasionally the person recording the person getting beat up, who is normally not doing the beating up, they just have to be somewhere, will shout, World Star! <laughs> Meaning... This is going to go on World Star now. Hmm. This is a, a good enough beatdown that World Star uh, will be the place that people will see this. That's sort of righty. So, so again, if I'm getting beat up, I'm going to shout World Star uh, because then it will go viral, and I will have a better chance of finding the person well who did it. Although I don't know if I want well, to. I mean that's that, the here's thing. the question, though. If you if you were getting beat up on the street and somebody was recording it, mm-hmm. would you go back and watch the recording? Would you watch yourself getting beat up? Here's the thing. I And please, anyone listening, do not take this uh, to heart. Uh, I don't know how, because I've been beaten up before and reported to the police once and had absolutely nothing happen. I don't know if I would if I would necessarily go out of my way to find the people that did it. I might just curse them, uh, do do a small curse, and in my brain that uh, imagine that they're yeah. dead. Uh, because that kind of thing does happen, you know. People who have beat me up in the past have died. Not because I've done anything to them, but by misadventure, because they're the type of people who would beat up right. somebody. And their lives are shorter in general, it seems like. But yeah, I don't know, Ben. That's a really good question. I I don't think... If I had the chance to see myself getting beat up like I was at that time, I don't think I would do it. If somebody said, hey, we found a video of it, I don't <laughs> think so. If someone said, hey, we found the guy. We found the guy and he's in a wheelchair now because he, he pick, got hit while he was sleeping on some train tracks. on the bad... I don't know if I'd want to meet him. Yeah. I say was going to say, he, he picked on the wrong mother effer. Right. Which is, in this a case, train. a train. Uh, because, I don't know if you remember this, uh, I told you this story back when we were in Seattle. Uh... Betty, young little Betty, was in the park, and there was a guy who had uh, an arm that was a prosthetic that had that claw on it that they can use to pick yeah. stuff up. Not a not a, a 
an electronic robot arm, but uh, just a mechanical metal arm thing. And Betty was like, that's so cool. How did you lose your arm? And he said, I fell asleep on the train tracks. Which... You gotta wonder. There's so much to 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 ask about that that we didn't uh, do. I mean, yeah, such fell as sleep or why or yeah, exactly. Train tracks. Yeah, d- even in yep. the best of circumstances, or, don't strike me as a comfortable place to take a nap. Or was he in fact uh, trying to commit suicide and? Falling asleep <laughs> on the train tracks is his way of mentioning it. I don't know. That's or a good question. maybe he was just weaving a yarn. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of weaving a yarn, um, <laughs> if if society were to collapse, Ben, and video editing was no longer an option, what do you think you would find yourself doing? Like, to contribute to society or to just survive? Like well, what both. Would... Both. I think... Well, that's a question, right? You live in yeah. Seattle. I feel like society would uh, persist. For a time. You know, it wouldn't... It wouldn't be all feral. I think... I think you know, once the uh, the uh, food infrastructure broke down, then society then mm. we'll start to see the cracks, right? I think yeah. as long as there are like delivery services and grocery stores that are uh, sell food that are relatively safe, society is is. Um, I, and, and when you say society, I mean like polite society, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um. You know. People aren't there aren't roving gangs of uh you know armed militia on the street just shaking down everybody um yeah i think uh once once the food supply goes then we'll then we'll start to see that kind of thing and i don't know i don't know what i would do i don't know uh if i would like hunker down in my apartment and try to like quote wait it out or if i would try to get out of the city We've talked about this, about how money is basically magic. It, it makes a person who has no reason to give you something, give you something. Uh, the thought experiment I proposed before is that imagine there's no money. Everything exists. Every other thing that's in the world exists. There just isn't money anymore. Money doesn't exist. We would go back to bartering. So, well, that was the thing I was thinking about. You, There's a bus, right? And if you think about it, the way the way I got my mind around it finally was like Richard Scary or any of those, those children places where there's a town. There's a bus driver. Yeah. And the bus driver's job is to drive people around the yeah. town. They never have any money. They, they just say, hi, Mr. Bus Driver. And he's like, hey, <laughs> welcome aboard. And, and that's all fine, right? So the bus you can get behind. And you also have the library. The library is a great example. You don't buy a book. You go in, you take a book. You borrow. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah. The thing is, and this is this is what you're talking about, right? Oh, school too. The kids just go to school. And the teacher lives at the, lives at the <laughs> school or, you know, probably. Uh, and that'll that's all fine. Grocery stores is where it breaks down. Because... There's nothing in my head, right, where I go into the grocery store and get my groceries for free. And I finally figured out what does work. Uh, Sack lunches and bread lines and things (laughs) like that. So the idea is that there's there's a warehouse that you don't see where they're making the food, right? Yeah. You show up, they hand you a box that has all your food in it, and that's your food for the day. You don't buy groceries anymore. That's the key. South? Nobody actually buys South groceries. South Korea actually does something like that. They have a quarantine package that they give to people, uh, and it's basically the government gives you two weeks worth of food so you don't leave your house. Ah. 
Yeah, see that? And Okay, so I think we're getting people somewhere, People have ben. posted pictures of the food they give, and it looks, you know, it's, you know, it's not like two weeks worth of fast food. Uh, you know, it's, it's looks like, you know, plenty of staples that you need and, uh, and, you know, enough fresh stuff to last as long as the fresh stuff will last. So, but, but that's the thing. The, the moneyless society works as long as you don't have anything that you own, basically. <laughs> um, you, okay, so this is something that I might, again, I, I apologize if I mentioned this before, but have I mentioned the I'm not buying a house thing already? Uh, start talking about it and I'll let you know. Okay, so as you have know, as you know, because uh, you've been around for both, I have bought two houses in my life, yeah. and both times it did not turn out well for me. Uh, the first one I had to pay like two thousand dollars to get rid of, I think, and the second one I actually went bankrupt yeah. uh, on. Um, and Jennifer had already reached this this idea a long time ago. There's there's a lot of things that happened in my life where. I like reach a conclusion and Jennifer has been there and may have actually talked to me about it before. And then I go, Hey, I just had this great idea. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Oh really? That's, that's awesome. I'm glad that you had that idea. Uh, but, but the big thing is this, uh, I'm never going to buy a house, not planning on buying a house, expect to never buy a yeah. house. Uh, and there are two reasons for this. And, the, the two reasons are, number one, uh, don't have the money for it, and I, I'm trying very hard not to go into debt right. anymore. So going to debt to buy a house, bad idea. Uh, well, and then number two, and this is the big thing, what's I that? mean, there's good debt and there's bad debt, right? So yeah. if, you, if you go into debt to, to, to get a mortgage, that I, I've heard that's considered good debt because that your equity will build and you can cash in on that later on you can refinance and i'm speaking out yeah. of my ass but you know owning real estate is considered good debt it's not like credit card debt where you're just paying you're you're basically paying a bank to be in debt you're yeah. not making anything so here's what i can say about that just in my own personal experience refinancing didn't really go that well, uh, as I mentioned. Um, that if you get into a point where you can't pay for your apartment anymore, you get kicked out onto the street and you have to like figure out where to live and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, if you get to a point where you can't pay your mortgage anymore, it gets really weird really yeah. fast. You you like don't have that money you can't refinance usually at that point there are times when when your house actually loses value and you don't have any equity in your home anymore uh, when, so all that stuff that's I would when your say, house is underwater exactly um and speaking of underwater let's all get gills <laughs> here's my point so you're not buying um, a house. this is this is number two for not buying a house um all the land in the United States is stolen. <laughs> Nobody actually should own it. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, buying a house is buying into that system. Now, am I not paying into that system by renting? Yes. But I am not saying I own this house. I'm paying the guy who says he owns this house. And it's a big difference morally I, to me, mentally. I, yeah. I'm 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 passing uh, my guilt on to someone else. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, yes, absolutely. So, or or I'm doing this is like this is like reducing your carbon footprint, Ben. Uh, like you were saying, same exact yeah. thing. Um, I I live in the United States. There's absolutely no way for me to not be morally complicit in. You know, all the horrible things that have gone on in the United States. Does that mean that I shouldn't try? No, it does not. This is where I'm at. Uh, so uh, you're not buying a house even though you you have a good job. 
you're living in yeah. a city where you're not planning on moving anymore, right? You're uh, well, I gonna... you know, I here's this is the other part about it. Um, if I could move, uh, I would. Here's and I and I'll be serious about this. Uh, if Seattle were suddenly to become livable for me, <laughs> and I mean livable in the way that Edwardsville is livable to me right yeah. now, like where I'm not paying half my paycheck for right. rent. Uh, when I say half my paycheck, I mean I get paid twice a month, right? Um, when I was living in Seattle, uh, half of how much I got paid for a month went right. to rent. Here in Edwardsville, uh, not my rent is not even half of my bi-weekly right. check. Um, so moving... Here's here's what I'll say about moving. Uh, once Betty is out of high school, that is a much more attractive option. Right now, it, you know this too. You know she has friends. Yeah, my my parents moved when I was uh, halfway through high school, and it sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm yeah. talking about. Whereas, um, you know, out of high school. You got all this life-changing stuff that can happen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, Betty wants me to maybe move to Indianapolis. Because uh, we went there, and it's it's it feels a little bit like Seattle. It's a bigger city uh, and stuff like that. Um, we miss it, obviously. That's the thing, is that, you know... I didn't move away from Seattle because I didn't like living there. Right. That's the way I would Se put it. It's that Seattle Seattle um, didn't like you living here. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um but here's the thing, right? So if I were to buy a house here, uh all the the two other things that I said which are more important, but also uh it would tie me to the place whereas, you know, if like the the dream right now is that instead of buying a house, uh, we buy a camper van. Yeah. So that we can we can go wherever we want to. And you can live in it. Yeah, exactly. Should society fail. Yes. Uh, and this is just to make sure that Jennifer is listening to the podcast. She always does. But uh, yeah, so and, and if we're going to get a camper van, why not convert a Cybertruck? <laughs> Into a camper van. <laughs> no, you, you, there's Completely not enough room in a Cybertruck for a family of three. You gotta, you gotta get like a Class C <laughs> or something larger. Oh, oh, it'd be a, it'd be a family of two too. Betty wouldn't be living with us. Are you sure? Way. Well, kids no. these days they stay at home longer. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's uh, Betty doesn't listen to this normally, so yeah, here's she'll the listen thing. in about twenty years. I know uh, that I would be fine with Betty, you know, being around forever. Uh, but we have had the discussion and, you know, for her development and all that kind of stuff, it's important that she not always be at home. I can't. She's That's 14? The, yeah. I don't even, I don't even think I had that conversation with my parents when I was 14. Oh no, I'm talking about Jennifer and I. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Sorry. The moment I was born, my parents were like, "When he's 18, he's out of here." <laughs> oh man, do you remember a bit of Fry and Laurie? Uh, yes, but not every single sketch. The the one where uh, where uh, Hugh Laurie is told that he has to go and fight a demon, or uh, or a, some sort of enemy. With uh, a trusty blade, mm, nah. uh, it's it's basically uh, yeah. Stephen Fry tells him that there's a prophecy, and that it's time for him to finally leave the house. I don't I don't recall. And uh, Hugh Laurie gets really excited and goes off to slay this demon, and uh, the wife comes in and says, "Did it work?" <laughs> and he says, "I think so. We're probably rid of him now, or whatever." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um. But yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the 
the one thing, of course, that I forgot to talk about, which I'm sure you know already. Wait, well, no, we did mention this. How we can't leave the United States, really? We may have mentioned it, but we haven't At talked about point. it today. Yeah, that's the thing. Americans yeah. cannot travel abroad. Well, at least not to Europe. I'm sure there are some places. I that saw would take a map, and I think the only country that has not banned America is some country like in East Africa. Liberia? No, it was more around the Somalia area, I think. Man, if we can't go to Liberia, that'd be too bad. <laughs> They'd have um, to change but it their is, name. It is, it is funny, you know, this is the Ebola thing, uh, but we're the Ebola <clears throat> people, yeah. basically. Canada and Mexico um, are going to build and, yeah. walls to keep us out. Hey, that's how they're going to pay for it. Finally, we wouldn't be sending our best. We'd come over there with diseases. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the the big thing is, of course, people around here um, do go to like Mexico and things like that for vacation. That is a thing. You know, there's a stereotype kind of of Midwesterners never leaving and stuff like that. But uh, Mexico <laughs> is a big destination they like is to it? go to. I, of course, would love to go to Canada again. Oh, French, Ben, uh, Duolingo. I finally figured out how to make that green owl leave me a bee. Huh? And that, no idea what I'm, the heck you're okay, talking about. Okay, do you about. know about... Okay, Duolingo is, uh, is an app. And there's an owl, his name is Duo, and he comes and uh, cajoles you into learning a foreign language, basically. <laughs> And, uh, like, if you're about to lose all your points, he's like, oh, you're making Duo sad. Don't you want to become a monthly member oh, and geez. get to play forever? Right. You know, that kind of thing. Give us 20 um, bucks a month. I, I, I almost, I'm often tempted to do it, but I never do. But here's the thing. I was learning uh, Finnish, and it was becoming kind of a hassle because he kept on, you know, bugging me. Finish. Because I would only do a little bit. Yeah, Finnish. The, uh, what they speak in what? Finland. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, got, I gathered that. Why? Okay. Oh, uh, I love their licorice, and I, I'd like to visit sometime. <laughs> so the uh, first phrase you learned was, uh, please show me where you keep your licorice. <laughs> I want to put your salty black licorice in my mouth. <laughs> um, so, but here's, here's the thing. Uh, they have French. So I just switched to French, and now I'm learning French ah. again better. Um, and I found out that I can set my PS4 uh, to do yeah, French. Yeah, I, I saw also. your post on Twitter about um, wanting to play, what was it, The Last of Us in French, but you would have to reset the entire system? Oh, no, no. The Last of Us I can do. Um, I was trying to play Skyrim or Fallout uh. 4. And and it works. I did it. I finally did it. Um, you switch you switch the the whole language of the system into French, and all of a sudden the audio for the games is in French yeah. as well. I spent a long time trying to figure out to do how, figuring out to do Ben. That's <laughs> Looks what I like the language courses are working I, well for you. We <laughs> oh oh that's another thing that's great. Um, o u a i s. Are you familiar with this word in French? Uh, oh, I, I think I've seen it, but I don't know what it means. You've probably heard it before. What? what? It is the French equivalent of yeah. <laughs> uh, so surely not your mother. <laughs> what? You know, that's that's one of the, the... As opposed to actually, I'm sorry, surely not your mother, you would normally say see. And, Which is don't crazy, call me surely. but I love it. We've talked about this, right? C in French, S-I. Uh, it is a way to say yes, but you're saying yes. In Spanish. To... <laughs> yeah. You're saying yes to a negative question. Like, uh, like, guess who I saw at the library? And the worst person to be at the library is Tony. <laughs> Right? 
Guess who I saw at the Not library? Tony. Not Tony. C. <laughs> that that's when you say, uh, you you asked no, but in fact the answer is yes. Basically. And did an owl teach and it's you great. this? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, the owl the owl doesn't really teach you anything. That's the thing. The people that teach you are uh, multicultural. <laughs> the owl's just a jerk who tries uh, to get you to subscribe. Groups. The the owl will show up and say, hey, you're doing great until you don't do great. And then it's like, what? You're leaving? That kind of thing. Uh, but it, it led to one of the best posts that I've done in a while, which was in the middle of the COVID-19 thing uh, where Duo says, oh, you're making Duo sad. Why aren't you doing your language thing? And I replied uh, to the email, uh, I'm kind of going through some stuff right now, Duo. It made me feel good. Because I'm sure that that was sort of an Best automatic post thing. ever. Speaking of an automatic thing. Hey, Betty! Again, don't know if she's going to show no. up. but Well, I got nothing to say. Betty! Hey! <laughs> Jesus. Betty! Last time, here's the thing. This is why I'm doing it. It might be like a Lucian football situation. Last time, uh, she said that she just didn't hear me. But, oh, wait. I, the I likely hear, story. I hear her voice. Also, the dog's barking. Okay, so Which here's the thing. She's on the move. The dog barks now whenever Betty does anything. If she walks into the room, he barks. If she says anything, he barks. It's really... Is Uncool. Can you can you decipher whether or not it's like an angry bark or a scared bark or like a friendly bark? What what's going on there? It's not a it's it's not a friendly. It's like okay, this is my impression of what Edward's bark is whenever she enters the room. Hey you, hey what are you doing here? Hey 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 <laughs> hey hey! I thought I told you. I thought I told you to never be right. in here. Now you're in here. I can't believe it. Oh, this come is on. My you're territory. messing everything up. What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I think he feels threatened because we like Betty. We like him, but he senses that we like Betty more. And I think he's jealous of her. I think that's yeah, what it that's is. possible. Like, he's laid claim to us. And then, hey, Betty! Yeah, I don't what know. she's got to do is establish know. dominance over Edward. Well, here's what I've been telling her. Whenever Edward barks at her, I want her to pick him up and and hug him. Because there's nothing he could do. He's so well, small. That's... Does he like being picked up and hugged? Um, yeah. Yeah, he does. All right. That's... <laughs> okay, yeah, if he hated it, then here's what you do. Anytime the dog barks at you, you stick your finger in his pee hole. I don't think we need to to edit that out. I don't know for sure. But that'll keep him from fighting. Actually, will it, though? Keep him from it fighting? might just... It'll, he'll probably... From fighting oh, you. He'll probably just be more surprised than anything. Isn't, isn't that a bear thing? Like, if you're being attacked by a bear, <laughs> stick your finger in its butt? <laughs> um... Well, I think it all depends on what side of the bear is attacking you. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, the The idea of sticking anything in anything's butt when it's attacking you. If it has a butt and you can stick your finger what, in it. What end of the bear is facing you in the moment of attack? Right. Well, the other thing is, I mean, honestly, if you think about a fight between two people, <laughs> if you do that. They're going to maybe stop. They're, you're going to surprise yeah. them for a little yeah. bit. You'll have an element of surprise. They're a brief but element But after of that yeah. point. Well, I, yeah, after that I point. I know that if. Once they process what's happening. Yeah. You might be in worse than, than I know that if you're, if you're feeling like you're about to get. Uh, or like if you're being attacked by a shark, you punch it in the nose. Which, yeah. you know, I think, you know, would just annoy and surprise the shark so it just goes away like seals i don't here's, think punch here's my thought about that the the whole punching the shark in the nose thing 
The nose is really close to where the teeth right. are. And if you're flailing what, in the water, what, you're probably it, not going to get a good right hook on it. Close your eyes and imagine a shark, yeah. right? I think the people that say punch the shark in the nose, they're probably marine biologists. The amount of care they have about you over the shark, <laughs> right? Are they really invested in, in helping a person? Have you seen? Because what? I'm imagining a shark, yeah. right? And what I see when I imagine a shark, he's got eyes, right? Small, beady eyes. Not necessarily the greatest target, but it's got those gills on either side stick of it. Stick your right? finger in it. I think if you if you just <laughs> stick your finger or, or make your hand into paddles and just jam them into the gills, I think you would be able to get the shark to like at least stop for have a you second seen, and go like have hey, you seen man. a video of that dude who punched a kangaroo um it's no from some australian no. like re not reality show but like nature show and these guys were in the outback and one of the kangaroos had hold of one of the dogs like around the neck it was choke it was choking the dog so this oh, guy, you know, there's, yeah. there's, they roll up in their truck. The guy jumps out, and he runs towards the kangaroo who's holding the dog. The dog struggles a little bit. Dog finally gets away, and the kangaroo squares up to the dude. So the dude just, like, squares up to the kangaroo and, like, pops someone in the head, and the kangaroo just kind of shakes it off. And then the guy – and it and it's just standing there, like, stunned, and the guy runs back to the truck. And yeah. it's it's I the would craziest too. thing. Uh, kangaroos apparently are pretty nasty creatures. There is a a movie I think it's with Peter Falk, um, that's about a kangaroo who's a boxer. <laughs> and one of the legends that's in this story, one of the things that makes the story work, is that once a kangaroo is punched, it won't fight anymore. Really. And the reason I remember that is because I had seen it around the, the same time as uh, I got arrested for shoplifting. And I, I used that as an example. I'm like, I'm not going to shoplift anymore because one of the reasons I was doing it is because I would never get caught. And I thought it was cool. Now that I've been caught, I'm yeah. done. I've been you punched. Because, yeah, exactly. I've been, I've been a punched kangaroo. The other thing is that that, if I remember correctly... That has one of the best endings for me. It feels so good. Um, I think what happens is Peter Falk looks at the camera and says something like, isn't life beautiful? And then there's a crane shot. And I think there's a balloon that gets let go and the crane shot follows the balloon, but I'm not sure. Anyway, it feels it feels really good, the ending of that film. Which I don't know the name of it, but it's, uh, I think Peter Falk is Peter it. Falk. If it's not Peter a, Falk, it's a guy who looks like him. And, and it's about a boxing kangaroo. Yeah. And I think what happens is the kangaroo eventually loses. Aww. Uh, people start, people start cheering for the human instead of the kangaroo because they realize that humans are great <laughs> or something. Oh, the, the innocent could times of when Peter Falk could be in a movie with a kangaroo. And, and, yeah, and yeah. Peter people Falk. thought humans were great. Oh, uh, Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, Stephen McCandless, a friend of the show, Stephen McCandless, had recommended it to someone, and I had forgotten that it had been recommended. But it is now my new. If I want something on in the background to watch, uh, I was watching Elementary uh, for yeah. a while. Uh, it is really good. It's super Canadian. Uh, and super sciency, uh, and it's it's all about um, this guy, Detective Murdoch, uh, who, by the way, is was going to become an inspector, but he was discriminated against because he was Catholic, <laughs> and they said Toronto is a Protestant city. I won't have a papist as an inspector oh, in my city or whatever. Um. And it was kind of great because it it dealt with uh, prejudice and things like that. Sounds without like giving the people who uh, complain about this sorts of things. I don't know how many Canadians complain about this sort of thing, but without giving them a, a way of going, they weren't like that back then because they absolutely were yeah. like that back then. 
that was a thing. So good on Murdoch Mysteries is all I have to say. And with that, Ben, we have gotten to the end of our uh, yeah, program. Just, uh, just 30 seconds left. Anything, any final words in these last 30 seconds? 25 seconds? Um, no, no, I really don't have anything uh, other than, Ben, I would uh, request respectfully if you uh, are able to find it within your hearts to do me a solid and keep it wrong. I'll try. And uh, you got to keep it wrong, too, or else. Oh, man. I'll take that threat <laughs> as a promise, Ben. You do that. To do it. <laughs> All right. right. Thanks, yeah, Ben. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yep. great talking to you. Bye. Yep. Bye. Hey, uh, Paul Goody here. Just popping on uh, for one last uh, after the show note. The reason that Betty wasn't here for calling for Betty is because she's at band camp. I had forgotten that she was at band camp. Uh, so there you go. Yes, we're in the middle of a pandemic and she's at band camp. They're doing the best they can. Uh, trying to do a lot of safety measures. Uh, still makes me nervous. Uh, but there you go. All right. Thanks for listening.